Welcome to Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode 21, 21 times that I have sat down and hit record for you, either on my own or with one of the amazing guests that we've had. Uh, If you haven't listened to all the episodes yet, I want to invite you now to scroll through and see what calls to you. I personally recommend binging them all, (laughs) but I think that if you scroll through, you'll find a few that really call to you, and I encourage you to do that now if you haven't already tuned in to the podcast up until now. So today um, on episode 21, it is just me, and I wanted to talk with you about something that has been on my mind a lot lately, as I've heard about people who have been going through really hard things. So we all know that at any point in the world, at any given time, there are people right now who are going through really difficult things. There are people who are in the hospital with loved ones. There are people who are going through natural disasters and the effects of that. There's a lot of things that we have to go through as humans um, along our journey. And I don't want to get into the why and the how and all of that, but I want to acknowledge that we all go through really hard things at some point in our lives. And I really wanted to take this episode to focus on how we get through those hard times. Now, this, of course, is all coming from my own experience, from my own learnings, from my lessons learned, uh, many of which were through uh, therapists, through spiritual teachers, um, through my own reading and research. But I want to acknowledge that, you know, I'm not a medical professional and I am not a licensed therapist or psychologist, but I have been through a lot of hard things. And I can tell you that there is no one-size-fits-all solution to getting through hard things. And I think that's where I can really help because going to a therapist doesn't solve everything for you. You know, reading inspiring books doesn't solve everything for you. Leaning on your family doesn't solve everything for you. It is the time in our lives where we are called to go deeper and to know ourselves more, and to connect to something beyond ourselves at a much greater level. And that's the journey that I want to talk to you about. So I know for many of you, you've heard the story about my husband, and I'll give a little bit of a recap here. So when I was 30, my husband 
um, who was my high school sweetheart, he became very ill. And he was in the hospital for a four-month period of time in intensive care, so really deathly, critically ill. And it was a very sort of traumatizing and acute period of um, tragedy and drama and fear, a lot of fear. And when he came through that, he came through it, but not without being truly scarred both physically and emotionally by what he'd been through. So he didn't emerge from that the way he'd gone in. And we had to live with his medical conditions for many, many years after that until he passed away almost eight years later. So our lives changed forever when he became sick. And it wasn't um, an experience that was going to end soon. It was an experience that we had to learn to live with because it lasted for so long. And I tell the story so often that I've almost become disconnected from it to the point where I'll tell somebody who hasn't heard it before. And in their face, I can see the feelings that I felt back then. I can see sadness and shock and disbelief and just, you know, um, really this feeling of, wow, I can't believe that you went through that. And because I've told it so many times, I can, I can tell it again and again from a more disconnected place. But I can tell you that I remember what it felt like. Like, I don't live there anymore. I've learned to not live there anymore. And I think that's partly my nature to be able to let go. And it's, it's partly all the work I've done. But I remember what it felt like. I remember how hopeless I felt. I remember how helpless I felt. And I have like that that sense of these general feelings that I felt, but I can also remember sitting or standing up in the condo that we shared in downtown Toronto. And he had gone into the hospital for the, I don't know how many times it had been by then. Um, And He'd gone into the hospital and I'd come home and I was standing in the window looking out over the city and we lived on a very high floor and I could see the city and all the lights. And I looked out over it with tears streaming down my face. And I remember asking why, why, why is this happening? And what did I do to deserve this? And why is this happening to us? And um, I really remember feeling in that moment that I just had no idea which way to turn. I had no idea what step to take next, how to keep going. But one thing that I've come to realize, it's that that is just a moment of time that that is the moment of time where you recognize where you are and you feel the heaviness of it and you feel the weight of it. And it hurts like hell. It hurts like hell in those moments. But just like every moment, just like happy moments pass, just like 
your birthday comes and goes, that moment passes too. And there's so much that we can do, even when life feels like it's spinning out of control, to control in our own way what happens next. What's the next thought? What's the next action? What's, who's the, who do we reach out to? And that's really what I want to talk to you about today because you know what? Like I said, we go through really hard things and we don't have control always over those hard things and we can't avoid them. They're just not avoidable. You know, you can live a charmed life until you're not. And I've experienced that myself. You know, I, I myself have gone through a lot of challenge and, and, um, loss at an early, early age. But I remember being alongside friends thinking they live the most charmed life. You know, while I was in the hospital, they were going to cottages or flying to Europe. And I remember feeling like, wow, you know, their life is so perfect and mine is so far from perfect. How can it be? And how come they haven't experienced any loss? Well, fast forward six years later, seven years later, and their turn comes too. And this isn't to be a pessimist or a Debbie Downer, but it's to be a realist, right? Like that is the nature of being human. We come across challenges. We face hardships. We face loss. Um, but we also rise. We rise to the occasion. We fall on our knees and then we get back up again and we dust our knees off. I mean, I, I feel like I'm just about to cry thinking about the power of it. Um, so today I have actually written down seven things that I wanted to share with you to, to hear if you're going through a hard time right now. And listen, if you're not going through a hard time right now, that is amazing. You know what? I'm also not going through a hard time at this moment. And I feel so blessed and so alive and I'm embracing it with all of me. Um, but if you are going through a hard time right now, or if you know somebody who is, I hope that you will share this episode with them because I am speaking directly to you. And again, I'm getting that choked up feeling in my throat, that closed off feeling when you want to cry because I know what it's like. And I want you to know that there is a way through it. There is a way through it and you can do it and you're not doing it alone. Okay. So here we go. These are seven things that I really want you to hear. And I may add an eighth. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. I may add an eighth thing because I am going to just speak from my heart. So the first thing I want you to know is that you are not alone. And I don't just mean me, I'm here and I am telling you you're not alone, that like my heart is with you, whatever you are going through, okay? But also know that we humans feel all the same emotions. We think we're so different from each other. We think that we are like so unique and so special, which we are special, don't get me wrong, 
but special in the way that our feelings are worse than, bigger than, more important than somebody else's. And that is just wrong. Right now at this moment, there are likely millions, okay, maybe if not millions, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people who are feeling exactly what you are feeling right now. You are not alone, okay? You are being held. You are being held and you have to imagine all the people who are in your exact spot feeling like they're alone. And just imagine your connection to them. Imagine if you could look them in the eye and say, I feel you. I'm there with you. Let's be there for each other. That's the first thing, is you're not alone. The second thing I want you to remember right now is how important it is to be loving and kind to yourself. I want you to take extra extra care of you right now. And that means doing things that might seem completely counterintuitive. Okay. And I'm going to give you an example. So when my husband was sick towards the end, so this was, um, 2014 and he basically spent almost that whole year in the hospital. And I was running a business at the time and was just structuring my life around, being with my team at the office and then walking up to the hospital and I had a whole routine down. But, you know, this was almost a whole year of my heart being with somebody who I loved who was dying. And I was on autopilot. But yet I had this sense that, Kana, you're still here. You're still alive. And you can be there for him without completely losing yourself. And so I would do things like go to a nice restaurant in the middle of the day and order a salad, an appetizer, a glass of wine by myself in the middle of the day. And to me, that was taking radical care of myself. Like, If I had used my rational mind in that moment, I would have been like, oh my gosh, how could you eat in a nice restaurant when your husband is in the hospital? Or like, you should be at work in the office with your team. Why are you sitting here in this lovely setting when you should be working hard or whatever it may be? And I I just had this innate sense that I needed to connect to that part of me that knew there was a bigger future for me. That this was a moment in time. Yes, I was. I needed to be in the hospital. Yes, I needed to go from the hospital to the office. But I could remember that there was a life for me where I sit in a beautiful freaking restaurant and drink a glass of crisp white wine and eat a delicious salad and sit among the people who are chattering about their regular day-to-day crap. That filled my soul. That filled me up. And I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Like do what you think will make you feel good. Don't do what you think you should do because you need it. You need to feel good to get through this, to think better thoughts, to feel better feelings. So be loving and kind to yourself. Take extra care. I want to throw in another example here. When 
my husband first got sick, we were actually in the U.S. And I remember he was, we were not, we lived in San Francisco at the time, but he'd gotten sick in Tucson, Arizona. And so we were renting a house and I was basically living with my father-in-law. My mother-in-law was coming and going and other family would come and go because he was so ill that they were around to support us. And at one point his aunt was there and this is an aunt that I had become very close to. And I remember talking to her in the morning before leaving for the hospital and saying, you know, I didn't bring any of the right clothes. I didn't realize how long we were going to be here. I wish I had more jeans and hoodies and t-shirts and I have summer dresses and cardigans and I just don't feel like wearing them. And she said, Kena, wear the dress. It's okay to feel good. It's okay to like feel like yourself. And again, I think back and I, I feel the tears coming because, you know, it's in hindsight that you can see that these pearls of wisdom that seem so minor and they're life-changing, you know, wearing that summery dress with the cardigan to the, to the hospital, it made me show up in a different way. It made me show up more myself, more empowered. I spoke to the doctors differently. People treated me differently. And so it's just your reminder, don't stop the things that make you feel like you. Remember, even if you're going through a hard time, that there is a life past all of this that is available to you. And you can experience some of it right now. Don't wait. The third thing that I want to talk to you about um, is to remember how strong you are. You know, I think that many of us, if we've grown up, especially in the Western world, even if we've, you know, not grown up with exceptionally wealthy families, we, most of us have had um, a relatively easy life, meaning, you know, clothes on our backs, food on our table, roof over our heads, and, you know, a sense of ease, right? And again, I'm not speaking for everyone, but just to generalize, a lot of us have had a sense of ease. And so when things become disrupted, we almost feel like at first that we don't have what it takes to handle it because we've never had to handle it before. So there's a bit of panic of like, how do I handle this? And I don't know if I have it in me, but I want you to know that you do. You are, you were born resourceful. You were born to thrive and, and um, get through challenging times. Think of the generations before us. Think of your grandparents or your great-grandparents and what they had to overcome to create a life for themselves. And we have so much more now than we did then. And I don't mean material things. I mean we have access to information. We have access to support. We have access to And by support, it doesn't even have to be a therapist that you pay for. It could be a free podcast or books or whatever it may be. We have access to thought leaders and spiritual teachers who can help us navigate difficult times. And beyond that, you are a total strong badass. 
Okay. We all have it in us and you do too. And it may not feel like it right now. And it's okay if you don't feel like it right now, but just, just allow for the thought that it's in you. If you can at least say to yourself right now, okay, I don't feel it at this moment, but it's in there somewhere. And when I'm ready, that strong, fierce part of me is going to speak up and is going to help lead me through this. Okay, because I'm telling you, my dad passed away when I was 20. And that was the first time that I really had a bit of a wake-up call that um, that bad things can happen. And I remember up until that point thinking, well, I think that happens to other people. <laughs> it's not going to happen to me. I think we all think that. And then it happens. You're like, wow, we're actually that vulnerable. And in a way, that's a gift because then you work, you go through your life realizing how vulnerable we are. Right. And that allows you to appreciate your life more. But, you know, that was one thing was, you know, my husband and my dad becoming ill when I was 20 and passing away six months later. That was one thing. But the journey with my husband was a whole other thing. And there were many, many times where I literally was on my knees, literally couldn't get out of bed and thought, I have no effing idea how I get through this. I just can't. I can't get through this. I can't do it. But you know what I did? I found the strength. I found the hand to hold. I found the support. And I moved through it. And so can you. The fifth thing I want to remind you of and I've kind of talked about this a little bit already, is remembering that going through challenges is a part of what it means to be human. It is a part of every single one of our journey. Going through challenges is how we discover who we really are. Think about any movie that you love, right? Any movie that you've seen and you love, the hero or the heroine of the journey she doesn't figure out her superpowers and her strength and she doesn't soar and fly based on everything in her life lining up perfectly and going perfectly and never being sad and never experiencing loss. That's not how it works. We we must go through challenges as part of our journey here to discover who we are and to become our most powerful selves. And again, I can say this on the other side, having come through all that and sitting on the other side, but it is true. I know that the person I am today is just the most most expansive version of myself like when i think of who i was before all of this happened in my life i have learned so much i have so much more to give i feel so much more alive and this is all a part of each of our own hero's journey 
And, you know, I just want to first acknowledge that there were times when I was going through this, you know, the peak, the peak of this difficulty that well-meaning people gave me, tried to give me advice, right? Or tried to make me feel better by saying things like, God only gives you what you can handle. And I remember thinking, F that. That is the last thing you want to hear when you are going through something difficult, that God is giving you this so that you, because he knows you can handle it. So I just want to acknowledge that there's going to be a point where you feel angry and you feel frustrated and you feel like, why is this happening to me? And it's so not fair. And yes, that is all true. And I acknowledge that. I don't feel like anything that happened with my husband was fair. But there comes a point where you realize that you're being called on to show who you really are by how you navigate the situation. You're being called on to slowly find your way through it in a way that allows you to become a better person. And by better, I mean to reveal that strength and that beauty of who you are within. You're being called to reveal that through this experience. The fifth thing I want to talk to you about is the importance on le- above, of leaning on others. And you know, this was a difficult one for me because I have naturally a quite a hard time leaning on other people, asking for help. And luckily, while I was going through this difficult time, many people offered to ask me for help, or sorry, offered help to me. Many people offered me help and came and said, what can we do? Or even better, just stepped in and were there for me. And we need each other. You know what? We always need each other in good times and bad times. If there's anything I've learned over the last five years, it's like, my God, our connections to another are everything, especially through the pandemic, especially through a separation, especially through, you know, this sort of phase of wanting to live your life in in from a place of greater alignment and of awakening and of feeling alive and feeling the most authentically you you can't do any of that alone you know so even through kind of you know if you want to call it good times or through times we're evolving we need connection we need each other we need support we need somebody's hand to hold somebody to lean on but when you're going through a hard time it's even more so. I know there's a tendency when you're going through a hard time to withdraw into your shell. And at some point, that is um, a protective measure, right? It's like, I want to keep things small. I want to keep things close. And um, I think that there's a time for that. But then there's also a time for expanding the circle. Because you know what? Until you tell people what you're going through, they can't offer their own experience 
to you. They can't say, you know what? My sister went through that, or I have a friend who's going through this, or you know what? I'm going through that too. And I even think about when I was starting to go through my separation and at first not wanting to talk about it at all. But once I started talking about it, the amount of help and support um, I got, both in terms of resources, in terms of like a friend telling me a story or connecting me to somebody who could like walk me through the phases or could just like on an emotional level connect with me. It's it was just incredible. So the fifth thing is to if you're going through a hard time, please lean on others for support. Ask for help, take help when it's offered to you. You do not need to go it alone and it's not good for you to go it alone. The sixth thing I want to talk to you about if you're going through a hard time right now is this idea of always looking up. And what I mean by that is when we're going through a hard time, it's so easy to keep descending into the scary thoughts, into, yes, the reality of the situation and how we're perceiving that reality. And it's easy to descend into fear, sadness, depression, anxiety, all of those low vibrational feelings. And I'm not suggesting in the least that those feelings aren't real and that we should try to not feel them. Not at all. But what I'm suggesting is that we feel them, acknowledge them, respect them, but don't allow ourselves to fully descend into them. It's this feeling of sitting in the seat of our soul. There's a book called Seat of the Soul. I think it's Gary Zukav. And it's sitting in the seat of our soul and sitting back and watching the feelings that we're having. And again, acknowledging and respecting them, but not allowing our soul to descend into them. And, you know, I am a huge fan of Michael A. Singer. He wrote The Untethered Soul and The Surrender Experiment, both books I highly recommend. I will include links to in the show notes. I literally, The Untethered Soul is like my Bible. But what I, but what I feel that has sort of been a really powerful message for me from The Untethered Soul among others, is this idea of no matter what's happening below you, meaning those dark thoughts, those sad thoughts, that you never allow yourself to fully descend into it. And instead, you turn your eyes upward and you look up. And when you can do this, even though those thoughts and those feelings aren't going away in the moment, it's almost like when it's a crazy cloudy dark day, but somehow this one ray of sunshine peeks through. It's like the clouds break and there's one ray of sunshine that makes it through. That's what looking up is like. It's like reminding you 
that the sun is still there behind all the clouds and that you don't have to descend into the darkness. You can always look up and remind yourself that the light is there and that ascension is available to you and that this wide open sky and this feeling of freedom is still there even while you are moving through that period of suffering. And it is such a feeling of relief when you're able to do this. The last thing that I wanted to talk with you about was to develop practices that support you through the time you're going through. I think we tend to get stuck in our ways one way or another. And what I've come to realize as I, you know, have past the 47 year mark is that we change, our bodies change, and what we need changes over time. And so an example that's top of mind for me is like, I used to be able to drink two or three glasses of wine out at dinner with friends. Now it's pretty much down to one, you know, and, and not, and not often. And I think for a while, I didn't want to accept that, <laughs> but I've realized that this is a practice that best supports me where I am in my life. And similarly, when we are going through a very difficult time, trying to keep up the habits and the practices that we had or didn't have beforehand isn't necessarily the most supportive thing to do for ourselves. And instead, we need to acknowledge where we are and see what it is that we need to best support us now. What is that? Is it that we need a weekly therapy session? Is it that we need to commit to going for a walk every single day with music in our ears, even if it's for 20 minutes? Is it that we ask a friend to check up on us, you know, once a week or or every day? Is it that we watch a fun show at the end of the night because we need some lightness and we need some laughter or even if we can't quite laugh it can just remind us that that other human emotion is still there for us when we're ready or when we're through what we're through so it's super important that you evaluate you know what is this current situation calling of you like if it is somebody who's ill in the hospital, if you are going through a major separation, how are things changing in your life? And what can you do to better support yourself through those changes? That is a big one. So all this to say, if you are going through a difficult time right now, I want you to know that you are not alone. You're not alone because I'm here sending you my love and my heart and my understanding and I'm holding your hands and telling you it's okay, you're not alone. And I'm reminding you to be loving and kind to yourself and to take extra care. I gave you that example of eating a lovely lunch in the restaurant, you know, while my husband was quite sick in the hospital. Do things, do whatever you need to do to remind yourself of who you are. Remind yourself that you are strong and that you were born to be strong. You were born to be resourceful 
It is a part of your DNA. We evolved as, as humans that way. And you've got that in you. You've got that same inner guidance system in you. So tap into that. Also remember that going through hard things is a part of our human journey. And it's shitty. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks that we have to go through hard things, that we have to experience pain. But it is a part of what means to be human. And it is a chance for you to decide who you're going to become through your own human experience. Lean on others for support. You do not need to go through this alone. And guess what? They need you too. They want to be there for you. And they're going to need you also. We need to break down those walls. You know, we need to break down those fences. We need to open our hearts to one another. And then finally, or second to finally, remember to look up. Remember that even on the darkest, stormiest day, the sun is shining above those clouds. And that if we look up, we can just remember that maybe even a tiny, tiny, tiniest ray of light will come through and will remind us not to ascend or descend, I should say, into the darkness. Finally, develop practices that support you through the time you're going through right now. You are not in your normal mode. Things have shifted and it's time to pause and evaluate where you are and how you can best support yourself and your family as you go through this next period of your life. Friends, I'm really thinking of you. I'm thinking of anyone who is going through a difficult time right now. Again, if you aren't going through a difficult time right now, I think these are all still great reminders that they're a good reminder for me too. And please do share this episode with someone who you know is struggling right now, is facing difficult times right now. And if you have any thoughts on what I've shared today, or if you have any questions, or even just want to share your own story or your own strategies, I would love to hear from you. I love hearing from you. I love having these conversations with you. Please reach out to me. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. My handle is Kena, K-E-N-A underscore all you are, or through my website, allyouare.ca. And I wanted to just send you all a lot of love and send a lot of compassion to everyone listening, to anyone who's going through a difficult time right now. We are all connected. We can all be there for each other. Thank you so much, friends. Before we say goodbye for this week, I just wanted to remind you that my goodbye sale for the shop side of All You Are continues. So until styles and sizes last, you can shop the entire All You Are collection at 50% off using code GOODBYE50. 
This includes 50% off on my signature robe, the robe that has um, sold thousands, and also on a lot of sale items, loungewear items that are cozy and cute and perfect for the fall, and they are 50% off um, the sale price. So I hope you'll also check that out. And finally, if you are loving this podcast, please just take a quick second to leave a review and to rate the episode or rate the podcast as well. It goes a long way to helping others find the podcast. And it also just means so much to me for me to learn about what is resonating with you. So if you would do that, and again, you can share this episode um, directly to a friend who might need it, or you can share it on Instagram um, and just tag me at Kena underscore all you are. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kena underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.